Monday, 25th of September, 2023. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy, and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Acts 20 verse 24. In the previous verse, Paul noted that the Holy Spirit was fully testifying in every city that chains and tribulations awaited him. Now he continues that thought, saying, But none of these things moved me. The words are more closely translated as, But the word of none do I make mine own. SLT. Of all the things that were testified of what lay ahead, he simply disregarded the warnings. He did not hold them to account or consider applying them to himself as if they should deter him. And more, he next says, Or do I count my life dear to myself? Again, the SLT more closely says, Neither have I my soul highly prized to myself. Paul couldn't care about himself in relation to the work he was doing. He was entirely unconcerned with the many prophecies that warned him about what lay ahead. In fact, it may be that these arose in order to help him mentally prepare for the very challenges he faced. By being progressively told what was coming, he could harden his heart to the consequences. It is a similar and yet contrasting process to that which Pharaoh faced before the Exodus. Pharaoh hardened against the will of God, but Paul hardened toward the will of God. This was so much the case that he had given up counting the dearness of his own life. Where Pharaoh looked to increase his earthly wealth and standing by keeping the Hebrew people, Paul looked to increase his heavenly rewards at the expense of this earthly life by freeing people through the gospel. Despite any earthly afflictions that would normally bring pain and sorrow, he instead says, so that I may finish my race with joy. The tribulations that would arise despite being physically and mentally challenging, would be a source of joy at the end, knowing that he had suffered them for the sake of Jesus and in receiving a favourable word from him. He was on a race, his eyes were on Jesus, and his desire was the accomplishment of his ministry, as he next says, and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus. He inextricably linked his race meaning his conduct in life, as he raced toward his goal, with the ministry Jesus had bestowed upon him. He didn't consider his life one thing and the ministry as another. Rather, they merged into a single unit where Paul fully identified with the ministry, and the ministry reflected Paul the man. Therefore, if Paul was to suffer for his work, it meant that his work was designed for him to suffer, and his work that which was endowed upon him by the Lord Jesus was to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Again, for the third time in this chapter, the same verb, diamaturomai, translated as testifying or testifies in verses 20-21 and 20-23, is used again here. It signifies fully testifying. The prefix dia gives a sense of through, thus it is thoroughly testifying. Paul was fully testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the Holy Spirit fully testified in every city, saying that chains and tribulations awaited Paul. And yet Paul's determined mission was to fully testify to the gospel of the grace of God. This was what was set before him. If the Holy Spirit testified to chains and tribulations, then the Holy Spirit was preparing him for, not deterring him from, what lay ahead. He knew this, and so he was bound in his own spirit to go to Jerusalem, fully set for what was to come. Life Application The terminology of being in a race was a favourite of Paul's, having used it several times in his epistles. It is found in 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27, Philippians 3, 14, and 2 Timothy 4, verse 7. Further, it is also found in Hebrews 12, verse 1, an epistle that is unsigned and yet which bears innumerable marks of Pauline authorship. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, 1-3 Those words were based on the contents of Hebrews 11, the great hall of fame of faith. The trials and tribulations of the past saints were endured because they had a better hope than this temporary fallen world. Paul had this same hope and united his life in Christ with the fact that tribulations would be a part of it. The author of Hebrews then builds on that, asking his readers to lay aside every weight. Whatever may be considered a limiting factor in reaching the prize should be laid aside. That includes any possibility of loss, trouble, trial or even death. There is a course marked out before us that leads directly to Jesus. Let us be of the mind that nothing in our lives will hold us back, slow us down or hinder our progress towards that goal. Amen. No matter what path we choose, we will reach the prize. That is guaranteed because of God's covenant faithfulness. But how we get there and the rewards we receive for it are up to us. This is why the author of Hebrews so carefully detailed his words of Hebrews 11 and then so clearly admonishes his reader at the beginning of Hebrews 12. Live your life in a manner that will bring you the highest joy in the next eyes on Jesus. Lord God, our lives are like a race being run towards the greatest prize of all. Jesus is at the finish line and his words to us about the conduct of our lives will be waiting there. Help us to remember this all our days. May we count this life as nothing in comparison to the glory that lies ahead. And so may we conduct them accordingly now. Amen.
I don't care about my own life. The most important thing is that I complete my mission. I want to finish the work that the Lord Jesus gave me to tell people the good news about God's grace. Acts 20 verse 24